Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Mm. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon Show. We are super excited to have John Tattersall from Fusion ATL on with us today. John, what are you drinking and how you doing? Welcome. Thank you both. Uh, absolutely. Uh, been keeping up with you on Instagram. It looks like you've been uh, quite the jet setter over the past few weeks. Yeah, Delta loved me again. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I love Delta. They've been upgrading, so it's great. Oh, yeah. perfect. Uh, off to Seattle in the morning. So. How are you? Yes. Yes. So it should be good. Uh, Nice and uh, English weather out there. Oh, yeah. Clouds, mid 50s, rain. Beautiful. Great for the complexion. Well, exactly. Well, it's not, uh, you know, I guess you're you're going to be leaving, leaving some potentially rainy weather in Georgia, heading for yeah. uh, some rain in rain in Seattle, which uh, uh, everybody is well aware that we uh, Masters Week is upon us and we'll be teeing off in the morning. So. Um, I was taking a look, uh, just kind of some updates and things. So I think we've hit a record number this year for uh, first-time participants at 26. Oh, really? Yeah. You've been more studying than I have then, so well done. Well yeah, done. and uh, so I guess the interesting thing about that is, uh, you know, there hasn't been a back-to-back winner, I guess, since Tiger Woods, uh, 0102 maybe? That could be great. Uh, I well, believe. Well, Mickelson, Mickelson didn't go back-to-back, did he? He was like mm. two or three years apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so think oh one oh two would would have been the Tiger Jam then, wouldn't it? With the Tiger. Yeah, because yeah, I think the uh, not not funny thing, but the uh, uh, unusual thing for Phil, you know, being the betting guy that he is, I think he won six, eight, and ten. So he likes those even numbered okay. years. Which twenty twenty even number year? I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's uh, what's been going on in John Tattersall's world, man? Uh, just been busy, thankfully. Um, having some uh, fun clients to work with. A um, uh, lot of the uh, great thing about living in Atlanta, you get to work with a lot of different athletes. So a couple of basketball guys I've been working with, and uh, that's always fun. Uh, you get to see exactly how good you are as a coach when you're dealing with superb athletes. Bad <laughs> 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 news. Um, uh, but that's been a lot of fun, and then. Um, uh, the hard thing has been a lot of the, like the PJ tour is, is kind of not going anywhere at the moment. So they're all in a two year window, uh, same with the corn ferry. So there's no Q school this fall. Mm-hmm. Um, so the competitive players getting out of college, have basically got nowhere to go at the moment. So there's this log jam for a lot of the players of not having anywhere to go practice their skills. So it's been kind of a very much a holding pattern for these, uh, younger players that really want to get on with it. So it's, it's, how do you, um, how do you train people well that are trying to compete and yet they got nowhere to compete? Uh, yeah, so what, everybody has the answer on that. Write it down in a postcard, and, and please, because uh, it's it's tough to you know they're, they're motivated. It's just like why the hell am I practicing so hard when I got nowhere to play? And I yeah, so I it's, can't. it's tough for a lot of kids to find spots right now. Yeah, what what kind of setback? I mean, I, I don't I don't know that it's, it's measurable, but I, I mean, if you could maybe frame it up, I mean, what what's the what's that setback look like for a player that uh, you know where you don't have that uh, that that competitive outlet, right? So it's it really is just practice at this point. I mean, it's I mean, are you losing some uh, some mojo in that? And 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 as far as you know, kind of that fire and and I want to go compete. 
Yeah, I think it's it's financial for a lot of them. So if you've got, uh, we're not going to see the ripples of this for a while. I think if you've got resources, um, you're okay. If you if you've made enough money playing golf, or you have some uh, wealth from some other area, you're okay. But if you're someone who's depending on making money playing golf, trying to get somewhere, very very difficult because a lot of the um, if you look at like Monday Q and you follow that online, some of the scores that are being shot to play in these qualifiers are crazy because you have this glut of college players that are not playing college events. They're trying it out. You got so many uh, tour player or so many college players that would have gotten on the corn ferry that hadn't couldn't get on. So now they're trying to qualify as well. So uh, it's going to really prematurely end the career of a lot of players, unfortunately, just because there aren't as many playing opportunities out there. And if you're chasing a dream and you don't have the resources to keep chasing that dream, uh, real life kicks in at some point. So it's yeah. uh, not to be a Debbie Downer, but but that's just the reality. Yeah, just reality, right? I mean, yeah. yeah they're, 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 these kids are the ultimate entrepreneurs. I mean, they're literally playing for their own cash in a lot of ways. Right. Um, so, you know, um, as a friend of mine said years ago, get better or bring more money. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> noted noted what so what about for uh like sponsorships and things along those lines i mean is that are, are you seeing uh sponsorships taking a setback for this i mean just because of those kind of various reasons that you said yeah i think also the companies have been pretty smart in um uh they they won't say this but i think it's what happened they've they've acted like they've got no money so they've cut back on a lot of things that they maybe wouldn't have done before um, so they've used this excuse to to trim some of the fat, if you will. Sure. And, and they're, as always, it's always very, very top heavy. They're always going to where they're going to get the most, uh, you know, views. Uh, so um, like a, a number of the kids I coach have done very well on Instagram over the past few years with, you know, getting some sponsorship dollars through that. But but they're, every, everybody's looking at like, what's my return on the money I'm giving you? Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's changed as well. So um it's hard to put money into sports when you're actually laying people off in the business right uh, right one of the things that they're all trying to justify as well um mm. so thankfully a lot of companies are hanging in there and a lot of companies are supporting the pga tour is still um but they can use that's a 5013c i guess is the correct term yep so it's charitable dollars but when it's hard cash for sponsorship of players or or sponsorship of mini tour players and things like that and a lot of these kids do like a like a shares in a business. They'll sell shares in themselves uh, with the idea that they, you know you make money, you're going to get money back. Um, that's getting tougher to do as well, just because there's so many good players out there playing for so so few opportunities. So um, it's competitive, but it's the ultimate competitive environment. I mean, that's that's you know you either jump in the kitchen and get on with it, or you get out. I mean, that's it isn't going to change, and the and the age sure. group is is coming down quite dramatically. So uh, it's like one of the things about stress, it, it ain't going away. You better learn how to handle it or, or you're not going to survive. So, you know, here's the parameters, play well, and uh, this is how we need to get better and get on with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, so I noticed you were sipping on something today. What's, uh, what, what's the drink um, of choice I, for Tattersall? I cannot drink bourbon, uh, but this has this is Johnny Walker Black. So I guess bourbon is involved in making whiskey. I didn't, I didn't realize that um, 
whiskey is a clear liquid when it's made and it's the bourbon barrels that make it this color so it, it, i mean it's like uh you know any any whiskey that you're drinking before it goes into you know as it's going into the barrel it's clear as the water coming out of your faucet Ab absolutely and then and then you know the years of uh, of maturation of uh you know of, of kind of pushing and in, in and out in and out of that barrel right and then it's kind of if you you know looking at if you're looking at age stuff right i mean that's the reason you get kind of the deeper darker uh, colors uh, and, and notes and such. So yeah, yeah, it's an interesting. They burn thing. the barrels as well. Is that part of the building of the barrel? Or they actually burn the barrel to do it. Yeah. So so they char the barrel, and oh. and then you'll look at different distilleries. Uh, you know, they they've got I'll say some flagships. So there's. Uh, there's charring numbers, right? So it may be char three, char four, char five, and and obviously the higher the number, the darker the char. Um, and then and then one neat thing that they're doing, and uh, who's doing it? Uh, I think it's Elijah Craig. Uh, I always get it confused, but they're doing a toasted barrel now. So hmm. so they they char the barrel, and then they add it, they hit it again with a secondary flame, uh, and and it toasts the barrel. So, you know, as you might imagine, it gets you kind of that toastier. So if you're a scotch yeah. guy, yeah. Uh, that might kind of be down your alley, right? It's going to give you that more smoky uh, yeah. kind of flavors from a, from a scotch standpoint. So I, I just know I enjoy it, but I've got no, no clue. One of, my, one of my friends years ago was a great wine aficionado. And so we get drunk together and tell me all about the wine. Couldn't remember a damn thing the next morning. <laughs> that sounds really great, Cal. I won't remember any of that, but that was awesome. It, it was, uh, yeah. Well, it was good while it lasted. So uh, no, no, nobody, nobody wants to, nobody wants to watch us just sit here and stare at each other. No, it's still in there somewhere. I just want me to pull it up. <laughs> yeah, noted, noted. Uh, yeah, I'm a fan of uh, of Johnny Walker. I like, uh, and you're drinking the uh, what I prefer is uh, Black Label. So, uh, so yeah, good, good We're stuff. Still friends, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. So, so let's, uh, let's head to Augusta, man. What's, uh, what are you thinking about the course? So obviously we're playing this, what, six or so months later than we would typically play it. Yeah. Uh, it, it has been unseasonably warm in Georgia this yeah. week. We did get a little rain in Atlanta today, and I think we're going to get, uh, through the weekend. I think the storms that are hitting Florida are going to kind of push up. So, uh, you know, I think in a previous show, we were talking about obviously, you know, the, uh, the DeChambeau show, right. <laughs> and, and that, that's kind of on everybody's mind, right. Is, is he, this one. Yes, exactly. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, is, is Bryson going to overpower or break the, the mm -hmm. Augusta code? Mm -hmm. And um, so with just the conditions, and then I think they overseeded uh, with some ryegrass uh, for Every the year. Yeah. Every and then, year. so it's going to, it might. They're, they, I mean, there's rumors as to what they're actually doing. Um, and they have some different procedures, but they probably put down more ryegrass per square yard than any other course in the world, basically. Wow. Um, really? There was some video of some birds on the grass yesterday which never happens because the birds are migrating south, I guess. Right. They're eating all the seed, basically, I'm sure. There's like, it's like they just got fat and can't fly south now. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they probably put the ryegrass down in September, so you need warmth for that. Uh, the Bermuda is still probably hasn't fully died out, so you're going to see some Bermuda. We won't see it on the cameras, but the players will be able to see the Bermuda still visible. Sure. Uh, and the, the downside to it being this time of year is to get ryegrass to grow, you need heat and water. So they have to put a lot of water down from the time they uh, inject it or spread it to now. So 
I don't think we've had a lot of rain recently, but they would have been putting a lot of water down on the ground. Mm. Um, so it, it looks very, very green. To do that, you have to have a lot of moisture and you have to have a lot of water there. And I know they have sub-air under the greens. I don't think they have it all over the golf course. I mean, I've been there when you can hear the sub-air running and it's like yeah, a sure. huge vacuum, basically. Yeah. And it's just on the greens, as far as I know. Um, the, 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 do they have the money to do it ever? Absolutely. But just to, they'd have to tear everything up to do it. I don't think they've done that. Yeah, that's quite quite an undertaking. Yeah, I, I think you're correct on that. I think it is just the greens that they're managing from you know with the uh, with the, uh, the the sub air system. Which so and, and we know the greens, right? I mean, they can make the they can do whatever they want to do with the greens. They want them to be fast, they'll make them fast. They want them to be slow and and you know and and, and hold and then then they can do that. But you know, I, I guess from a is you know are the conditions that we're that we're going to see you know tomorrow morning and, and through the weekend it, is that putting uh, Bryson now at parity with other players, given that everybody's going to be challenged. Well, um, I think the thing is like at, at Wingfoot hitting it a long way was more an advantage because of the rough. So there's there's minimal rough at Augusta. There's enough rough that if you're coming out of the rough, your ball control into the green isn't as good. But it's not that you can't get to the green. Whereas at Wingfoot. If you're in the rough after a decent drive, you just couldn't physically get it far enough down there. Yeah. Whereas he was, obviously, he was a little further than, like, he wasn't the longest at the wing foot, which is kind of crazy. Um, but he had so much strength that he could muscle it from where he was onto the green, close to the green. That's not such a big advantage at Augusta. So the advantage he has there, obviously, is number three. I believe he drove it the other day with a three wood. Um, yeah. hmm. There are a number of players that could probably hit it on if the wind's right with the driver. So whether you get him with the driver or three, but it doesn't matter. Sure. Um, his real advantage comes on the par fives, where he's now playing basically a par 68 course. Yeah. Or, or if you include three as a par four, he's probably playing a par 67 course. Because, um, you know, he can knock it on the par fives and drive a par four. But they can put the pins in situations. You could hit all 18 greens there and shoot 18 over. Basically. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah. Still, still walk away with some three putts for sure. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so distance obviously is an advantage wherever you play, but the fact that there isn't rough is going to, he's going to not have as much an advantage as he yeah. did at Wingfoot. So and he's incredibly straight at Wingfoot too. That's the other thing that, annoys me as a coach is people are talking about well he just hit in the rough well he was in it so freaking far right and the whole were doing this and he was still not far off the fairway so it, it's it's just noise they just don't you know they're saying silly things that like he's just bombing and gouging no he's sitting amazingly straight yeah and i mean he's not lost any accuracy the, of, of any notable i mean it's like it, it's like it's long to your point long and straight it's like uh well that sounds like a hell of a recipe to me that would work. I mean, <laughs> I could bottle that. I, I wouldn't be flying Delta tomorrow morning. <laughs> right. It, exactly. Yeah. So, so who's, um, who, I know we're going to, uh, you, you pulled some pairings for us. I don't want to get, mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to get straight into that yet. No, no um, problem. But the, the Masters aren't as much fun as the U.S. Open, though. I can tell you that. Yeah, I know. I, I was taking a look, and uh, I'm like, going, okay, what's he going to, uh, what's he, what's he going to pull out of this? Because you, I, was, you, I was falling asleep looking at it. They were, they you, were had, you had to put your creative hat on, I'm sure. So hold, let's talk about uh, let's talk about fans for a second. And, and you mentioned, yeah. so you, yeah, the, the, excuse me, yes, at Augusta, it's patrons. That correct? This, this, this could shut, get shut down real fast. If you <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, if I say fans. Yeah. So let's talk about the patrons at Augusta. Mm-hmm. So so you just mentioned it. And, and for those folks that are watching and listening, um, if you haven't been to Augusta, you know, John just said it. There's not a lot of rough there. I mean, really, any rough that you run into, it's kind of it, it's azaleas, it's trees. It's like it's it's you're you're probably not going to play your ball if you're in the rough. However, yeah. what you do have in the, you know, the tree lined areas, you got a lot of pine straw. Mm-hmm. And and when the patrons are there, uh, I don't want to say that you've got guardrails, but you mm-hmm. kind of have some guardrails that are going to change maybe the conditions there, right? A little bit, and it's um, I, I mean I'm, I'm humble brag, but I've been fortunate to play there a number of times, and and it's so weird playing there when there's nobody there because when you're looking on TV, the patrons actually outline the holes. A lot sure. of when you when you stand up on the first tee and you look down, it's the, the, the area you're looking at between 9 and 18 and what will be 8 used to be the practice area. So it's just a big open space. And so a lot of those holes, you really don't get the definition of where the hole's going just from the trees alone. Like the, the trees are clipped up to quite a high area and, and they're not following the holes all the time. So... The patrons kind of frame it, and obviously they won't be doing that this time. Um, and like you said, a wayward shot is just going to continue to be wayward um, because there's nobody standing in the way. I mean, even if the patrons try and move, it, if I was playing out there in the Masters, it would be no different because nobody would be watching me. But if, if you were Tiger, I mean, this happens a lot with players at tour events. There are players that have used the fans as backstops because mm. they know from where they are in the rough, yep. they cannot get the ball to stop on the green and they are clubbing past the green or landing it in the back edge of the green knowing it isn't going to go too far. Sure. Because somebody's going to, they just can't get out of the way. Um, so, and the same with grandstands. So you won't have this this time. So the, the ball, if it misses the green, it's just going to keep on going. And a lot of those greens, You'll probably get a better idea this year watching as to how undulating they are, particularly off the edges. Um, nine's an obvious one because it comes back into the fairway. Right. But 17, for instance, if it goes over the back of that green, there's nothing stopping it before it gets to 18T. Uh, it just keeps on kind of running away from you. So there's a, there's a number of holes like that where they're very much elevated around the greens. And it's deceptive, too, because the first time I played there, the greens look fairly big on TV. They're not that big. They really aren't. It just shows how good these players are. Um, and so, you know, that you're going to see probably, depending on how firm they get the greens, and then if you've got some moisture on the grass and the, the rye grass is still coming in, there's some of the Bermuda still there, you're going to get some uh, blades between the face and the, and the ball. And if there's any moisture, we get some jumping. Uh, you know, the ball control is going to be a bit more of an issue. So, it's not that the rough is going to stop them in traditional sense. It's going to just make it difficult to get it to go the right distance. And, and you have to be at their level. You have to be precise with your distance control at Augusta given there's almost three or four greens within every green, basically. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's sure. cool. Uh, so what, what about the, uh, there's the, the big hoopla, uh, you know, I think they're kind of building it's, of course they are, but they're building some storylines so that, uh, that the masters said they weren't going to allow uh, the greens books. Yes. Yeah. So, and, and I, you know, so for, for amateurs like Dan and myself, I mean, you know, we don't ever use green book greens books mm-hmm. when we're playing, you know, a casual mm-hmm. round of I golf. I never play without mine, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. Uh, so, so what's uh, what do you you think there's any impact? I mean, obviously, I, I mentioned it earlier when we started the show that we've got 26, uh, so a record number for first-time players uh, being at 26. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple other caveats. They changed the cut line, so it's going to be 50 in ties. It's not yeah, going to be yeah. uh, 60 and then you know 10 strokes within 10 strokes of the lead. So that's going to already weed a lot of people out. They're doing that from a, a time on the weekend scenario. Is that why they're doing it? Yeah, just because of daylight. Yeah. Yep. We're on 1 and 10 T this time, too, which is unusual as well. It, exactly. Yeah, lot, lots of changes, which, again, I'm not complaining about that. I'm saying, hey, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that we're, that we're you know, going to get to watch it. Uh, but yeah. so, so from the Greens book standpoint, Point. I mean, is that is that a significant impact that the way they're building that storyline, or is it just something new that they can talk about? Uh, a bit of both, honestly. I mean, some players use the green books, um, and you know, players of my generation, they they really don't. We had to figure that out. But I would imagine the green books were allowed in practice rounds. Right. Um, you, you couldn't monitor that really. Um, and if you're, I, I, years ago, before Tiger won the first masters i was doing some work then with the golf channel owners and they said that he'd been down watching you know before we had dvrs and everything he'd been at the golf channel like all winter watching previous masters oh really watching where the putts broke from and all that kind of stuff yeah so you know you you basically when we go to a tournament with players the good caddies and the players we've got pin sheets from previous years so there's only so many pins they can use, and uh, the caddies, you know, the good caddies know that in their in their book they've got where the wind was coming from, what the temperature was, what the humidity was, um, what yardage they hit this club from on this hole this day, and then every day they write it down from practice round to tournament rounds. So the, the caddies, a, a, a rookie caddy, is talking to those other caddies. And and a, and a rookie player at that tournament obviously isn't a rookie. He's got friends he's going to go play with and, and alumni and all this kind of stuff. So um, they're not flying quite as blind as, as people would be led to believe. The green books, if you're a player who typically uses them and now it's gone away, could be a bit of an issue. But you're also at the most videoed or, or filmed tournament in the world where the pins are always going to be somewhat in the same position. So right. if you've got a lot of surprises coming at you down there, you, you really haven't done too much of it. You, you, there is, there's information out there for you to figure it out. So um, probably more of a head game than it is actually uh, just, it, it's like you're messing with my routine. So I've got to now adjust my routine and, and figure out a, a, a new way or different way to do it without that, that crutch or tool. You got it right. I mean, and under stress, the thing that happens is that you your brain just doesn't work as clearly. So, would that information help that player? Possibly, but the fact the player can't look it up, he's under stress, and he's, he starts freaking out, and he's like, you know, this could look this way, and this could look this way all right. of a sudden. Um, you know, that that kind of thing might affect them, but um, th- they'll find ways around it. I mean, if you're using aim point, you're, you're feeling with your feet anyway. Um, and and honestly, sometimes some of the the green books. I mean, I I, I might I'm kind of in and out on them, quite honestly, because I think I see a lot of players that they figure out the break exactly and they hit it three feet by. Well, the break doesn't make any difference at three feet right. by. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a it is a speed control issue. Uh, everything putting is basically speed control, really. So if it helps with that, great. If it doesn't, you're getting stuck on the line. Uh, it's not going to help you that much. So yeah. it'd be, it'd be interesting to see. You may, 
it may completely backfire on them and they may play better without green books because now they're actually having to trust the fact they're elite athletes. Right, right. Um, when the USGA changed the groove rule a few years ago with wedges, they thought, we got them now, and then they just found a different way. They're just going to be that good. Yeah. The criminals and the lawmakers, you know, the criminals are a little bit ahead of the lawmakers. Sure, yeah. sure. So, so, as a, so you've played Augusta, uh, and obviously you're a fan of golf. Mm-hmm. So do you have a mm-hmm. – what, what's, your, what's your favorite hole to play? Um, I, I don't really have one, I wouldn't say. I think 13 is an amazing hole that I, I've never made birdie on. <laughs> um, I, I was there with a client and friend of mine a few years ago. He made eagle. He made eagle on thirteen. So I, I hate him forever. But um, <laughs> it's such thirteen, such an enticing hole. Um, you think, you know, I, you know. The, the other high class problem playing Augusta is you've got this highlight reel going in your head. Yeah. Of every great shot you've seen, the best players in the world ever hit at Augusta. So you, th- there's no way you can ever quite achieve what you've seen. Um, so it's very hard to kind of go and play there and just play your game because you're thinking, oh, shit, you know, Jack Nicholas did this. <laughs> so it's, it's difficult. Uh, but 13 is, I think, is one of my favorite holes to play because you stand on that tee like full of hope that you're going to make a great score on that hole because it's sure. not overly long. But it, it can bite you if you try and take too much off. The trees are bigger now. Uh, trying to get around that corner is difficult. Um 12 is an amazing hole. Um, the, the first time I played there, the caddies are great. Um, they're there all, you know, they're just caddies there. And then they go somewhere else in the summertime. Right. Um, I remember standing on 12 T and said, what, what's the prevailing wind here? And the caddy has said swirling. I was like, that's <laughs> well, that helps. Really helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully there's no tipping in Augusta. So, right. <laughs> um, so, so you, you didn't have to be the asshole that day. You could just no, be yourself. No, I, I didn't have to, I could just be like, I can't tip you. Um, <laughs> Um, so that, but that, that hole is, I mean, the, one of the issues is when you're, when you're a patron, you're standing on the tee, right. You get no concept of how narrow it is back there. And I've, I've pasted off from the top of the bunker to the back edge. It's nine paces. Really? Feet. Yeah. Wow. So you think about that, you're hitting into a, into a bank of trees. So the wind is literally, it's kind of coming. They say they always look at 11 green to see what the flat wind's doing. But then it's kind of gone into that corner, so it kind of hits those trees and kind of swirls around back there. Um, so you can hit a great shot and still look like an idiot on that hole. Yeah, and, and I guess a lot of people there, I mean, it, it, and some people are trying to miss off the back of the green, right? Because, I mean, front, if anything short, you're dead, I mean, yeah, relatively speaking. Yeah, so. yeah that, that front bunk is probably your best spot. Everybody bails out left because yep. the green kind of sits at a bit of an angle going towards away from you. So if you're selecting enough club to get over the bunker, if you push it right, you're now literally in the water. Mm. So they're, they're always – if somebody hits it at the back on the right on Sunday and they're anywhere near the lead, they missed it. There's no way they're going at that flag because um, there's just very little there. So the, the safe play is left quadrant of the green. The problem with that is you pull it a little bit, now you're in that bunker – heading back towards the water. So it's an easy par five, basically, is the best way to describe it. So, John, we touched on this earlier uh, in terms of, like, Bryson a little bit, but you talked about, we talked about the rain. We also talked about this, I think, at the PGA at Harding Park. We're talking about how is it going to play differently, you know, with uh, the weather or whatnot. And with the rain, it would be in winter, but it's kind of warm. You know, is it still... 
the predominant second shot golf course or are the longer hitters going to have an advantage this week, do you think? I think they're going to have an advantage for sure, um, particularly if they dry the greens out. So I remember years ago, um, I went to did something I don't normally do. I went with family to go watch. Like normally I'm either there as, with a player coaching or I'm just there to see people. Mm-hmm. But I actually went as a fan or a patron a few <laughs> years ago. And, um, and we went and sat on 15 green and it was pretty dramatic when you saw the balls come into 15. So nearly everybody was going for 15 and the guys that were sort of average to, to longish were hitting hybrids in and long irons and the ball was kind of coming in at this angle. And then it's the year Mickelson won the last time, I think. And he was hitting like a mid line and there. his ball came in like that. Wow. So he stopped it on the green. Everybody else was hitting it basically exactly the same place on the green, but because of the angle of attack landing, his ball stayed and everybody else ran out and maybe they made four, but they were kind of struggling for, he had a two putt for four basically. And, Mm. and so he and tiger, their ball came in like that way. So that's where the longer hitters have an advantage because they can, a, you're going to hit closer with a shorter club, generally speaking, but even if you're playing great with a middle iron and you're landing it like normal middle iron height, it's just not going to stay close to the hole or it's not yeah. going to stay close. Or it's going to run off the back. And I mean, off the back there, I mean, you're, you know, trying to chip back up on that thing. Cause I believe that green slopes back towards the, oh, the, uh, the tee box. Right. Yeah. So, correct. Yeah. 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 I mean, most courses, they generally slope back to front. There are very few that the, the Redan hole at Shinnecock where it slopes front to back. Right. The, the vast majority of greens in the world slope toward the tee. So there's some, they're capturing a little bit and that, you know, so the player can at least stand a chance, I guess. They're, you think about it, I mean, years ago, they were designed to get water off the green. Now right. it's sub air, so it's yeah. not such a big deal. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so now if you go over a green, like you just said, you're below the level of the green chipping up with the green going away from you. Hmm. Um, so driver distance, yes, from a, a hitting a shorter iron, that definitely your proximity is going to be closer left and right. Just because it has more loft, you're not going to hit it as wayward, but it's also the land angle is what's going to be huge. Mm. Right, so right. You, you'll see a lot of, um, you see a lot of them out there now, like Phil's walking around with a launch monitor. <laughs> Bryson's probably got both launch monitors out there. <laughs> and they're trying to see like, you know, what's it, what, how far is it flying? And, and what's it, what's it landing at and all that good stuff. Mm. Yeah, sure. So they're, like I said, the caddies are figuring out like, 70, so it's, I looked, it's going to be mid seventies tomorrow. The humidity is this. We're at 800 think, feet, I think in Augusta. That means the ball's going to go this far. That's how detailed it gets. Mm-hmm. For them. Mm-hmm. Hmm. This is a, uh, just from an observation, you're talking about Mickelson quite a bit and Mickelson won the thing a ton mm-hmm. of times. Bubba's won it a couple of times. What is it about the lefties mm-hmm. that they love Augusta so much? Yeah, that's a great question. I was talking to someone today about the shot that uh, that Bubba hit on 10 out of the wood. Out of, out of the trees, yeah. Yeah, like I stood down there where he hit it from, and literally a righty couldn't hit that shot because you just cannot get – if you're hitting a hook, it's going to go further. So a righty trying to slice it that high, it wouldn't – you just can't get enough hmm. face on it to go that far. So, so he – that obviously was a huge advantage for him. Um, I mean, the, the thing with Trevino, he didn't, he never won at Augusta mm-hmm. uh, because he said it favored somebody who could draw the ball. So if you're a lefty, like 13, it's a big fade. So if you, if you ask any tour player under pressure, do you want to hit a hook or a draw or a fade? They're going to go with fade nine times out of 10. Mm-hmm. 
So a lefty at Augusta can hit a lot of fades, feel comfortable, hit a hard fade, and it's the ideal shot for 13. It's the ideal shot for two, um, five, um, you know, uh, where else? Nine, <laughs> ten. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Well, and, and the two people that Dan just named, I mean, it's not like they're known for just blistering fairways either. So, uh, you know, I mean, and it's, not a, it's not a dig at them. I'm just saying it's like, hey, hit the damn thing as far as you can and uh, and I'll be able to find it, you know. So, Yeah. And, and one of the things I tell kids about, if you watch Mickelson, and I got huge respect for him. He's, he's one of my good friends. He's very good friends with him and, and spends a lot of time with him. Actually, Dave and Phil and Dave's coffee Dave is one of my good buddies, Dave. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, I forget where I was going with that, but, but Mickelson's unbelievable at, like, selective amnesia. Like, he can hit the ball so far off the planet, and the next hole he stands up there and like, acts like he's never hit driver wrong before. In his life. <laughs> he, he, he's smiling like, no, no, give me the driver. <laughs> I'm just like, like, no, I don't want to give you a try. Well, his brother now, Tim, has got that job. But, yeah, it's like... He just like, like just gone. He's like a damn goldfish. It's just that memory is just gone. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah for, so for anybody out there, I'd say, you know, if you can think like Mickelson on a golf course, apart from the fact he's over, like he is Bryson before Bryson was Bryson, basically. Mm, interesting. Yeah. He's looking at all these different ways to get better. <laughs> uh, but his ability to forget stuff is just outstanding, I mm. think. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, statement you make about the the Phil and Bryson because so Bryson was talking about he's going to put the 48 inch driver in the bag, you know, because for the distance, et cetera. And uh, the last I heard, he's actually opting not to do that because he said he didn't get adequate practice with it. Uh, mm-hmm. But oh, I, I bet your ass, oh Phil, he's like, hey, 47 and a half inches here. <laughs> it's like, you know, and, it, and and like nobody had been talking about it. It wasn't really out anywhere. I mean, you know, it was the Bryson show for sure. And, you know, for some wild ass reason, Phil's like, eh, it sounds like a good idea. I think I'll try it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Hall of Famer. I've got my green jacket. It's like, yeah, well, you know, it's uh, let, let's uh, let's have a go. So. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it, it, it'll be interesting to see how uh, how some of those guys play this year. Uh, again, you know, I, I don't know that, uh, you know, weather wise and all. I mean, it's it's, it's going to impact everybody. I mean, it's not just, you know, particular individuals. I mean, everybody's. Uh, everybody's going to get, uh, get, get the same seed, if you will. Um, yeah, it's not like the open where you've got like the tea time start at seven. I think they go to a little afternoon. Hmm. So no matter when the weather, if it comes, it's supposed to come in overnight and maybe yeah. they have a delay in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, but they're not like they're going out from like 10 till seven till three o'clock. Like you can literally the open championship, you can, you can play phenomenal and get the ex- absolute wrong end of the draw. Yeah. And, you got no chance, but everybody's going to be playing in similar weather. It looks like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, so some of the other players, maybe some interesting notes, interesting to me, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, so bones is on the bag again this week for Jimmy Walker. Jimmy Walker. I thought, uh, yeah. and, and Jimmy, he's been, uh, I think Jimmy's been, I don't want to say struggling, but Jimmy looks like he, he might be working on some things. Uh, so, so I thought that was an interesting pull, uh, and, and a good move, right? I mean, we've talked plenty about caddies and books and I think bones was, I don't think bones was on the bag for all three of Phil's wins. So, I mean, you, you've definitely got to be feeling good walking to the tee box first tee box with, uh, with bones on the bag. Right. Yeah. I mean, he obviously is a phenomenal caddy has been there, done that. And, um, I think the thing that um, always impresses me, guys like him, he, he's 
has that air of confidence because he's been there and done it, but he doesn't kind of leave, you know, he's still doing the work. Um, So I think that's a great benefit. I would say that um, no matter how good you are, you you, you need to know the player that you're with. Um, So it it can work both ways. It really can. I mean, in a situation where you know how a player might react, like you can do practice rounds with anybody, but until you're under the gun, you don't not quite know what answer they're truly looking for. Right. Um, so that could go both ways, where Bones could say, Jimmy, you're losing your freaking mind. Let's let's just get back to, you know, you're a great player. What the hell are you thinking? Um, you just don't know how, you know, you don't, in that, in that circumstance, what's, when a player starts freaking out, like, what do they need to hear? Do they need to hear, you're a dumbass, shut up and you're great? <laughs> or do they need to hear, oh my God, you know, like, what do you need? Like, what can I get for you? you know, like, right, right. So, and it's it's unique to the player, right? I mean, there's no there's no magic magic bullet, right? I mean, it's like you it, and probably at the moment too, right? Yeah. Bones doesn't have that solution. He's that's a learned scenario, and it, and as as a good caddy, as a coach, I, I think you you what I'm trying to always get better is like my understanding of how the player's reacting. If I can understand where they are right there at that moment in time, I can give them the information may not change, but the way I convey it might change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's so, what caddy does. Yeah. So, so you bring up the coaching aspect and, and uh, you know, I mean, that's, uh, you know, that, that's your gig, right? I mean, that's who you are and what you do. So if, if, (laughs) (laughs) but if, so if you're taking, uh, you know, if you're taking one of your players to the masters this year Mm -hmm. and you're showing up in November, obviously if we're working on shit like this week, like we're, we're way too late, but, Mm -hmm. but are you as the coach, are you managing and you may have answered it with the caddy story, but, or the caddy uh, uh, delivery, but are you are you changing the way you're talking to and managing your player? It's still at Augusta. It's the same golf course, but it's but there's it's different, right? I mean, it, there's no doubt that it's going to be in the back of your mind that, well, this isn't the first week in April, right? So yeah. so what's what's the, how do you manage that? I mean, is there any anything there? I, I think there's a lot of stuff you're doing anyway. You're 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 trying to go there and figure out a how the guy's hitting it, how he's feeling. Um, and you're trying to do your research on the course. That's, you know, the, the thing about, I don't know if it's changed this week, but you cannot go on the course with the player. Um, okay. So we have to stay oh, really? outside the ropes. Uh, now, it may have changed this week. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But you have to be either a caddy. Um, so a, a number of the coaches in, in the past have actually caddied for players during the practice rounds. Uh, gotcha. The only way we can walk with the player during the round we're, we're outside the ropes with the patrons. So we're, we're trying to figure out, we can see, but we can't see exactly what the lie was like and all that kind of stuff. No, you're a regular slub like the rest of us, eh? <laughs> I feel so bad for you. It's terrible back there. And, um, uh, but it makes it difficult to do our job. And I, I, one of, um, one of my friends is a member at Augusta and I was complaining to him once about how it's not an easy place to coach. Like it's, we were a number of times I've been there. I've been with another coach coaching the player and we can either have a caddy and a coach on the range or two coaches. You can't have the caddy, both coaches and the player. Really? Yeah. So we have to kind of stand off in the caddy area and, and be summoned. It's a little, you know, I've got to be careful what I say, but yeah, it's a little. Ring, ring the bell? Almost, yeah. I like cut sand in the. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. Citizen down there, but it, it's, so I was explaining this to the member. He's like, oh, I'll be sure to mention it to the chairman. I was like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, that, that, that's Tattersall. T A T. So is that unique to Augusta though? 
Yes. And and is that just um, I don't know what uh, like just just the nostalgia of Augusta? I mean, is it? Yeah, I, I think they they want the the. It's a television event. It's a great event for the patrons to be there, but they don't want the whole circus that goes on a normal yeah. event. But you're you're on the range as a as a fan looking out on the range, and there's you know we're, it's hurry up and wait is our life. So you go to the yeah. tournament. Places will be there at seven thirty. Well, that's fifteen to eight fifteen. So there's we're standing around. The club reps are there. You're standing talking to them. You know, it's like just playing grab ass. You're just standing around waiting. So now you got. Club reps, golf bags, caddies, coaches, and, and and you're standing back there. If you're a fan, you can't see anything. So right. that's like, no, we're not doing that. You know, there's yeah. a the caddy out there, there's a coach, and there's a player. Mm-hmm. And so well, the presentation is it's awesome. It's great. From a, you know, they're they're. I, I think like Bobby Jones. There's some famous quotes about what he said about what kind of experience Augusta has got to be, and it's still true to that. When when you go down the fairway at a normal tour event. There's so many people inside the road. So right. There's the, the radio, there's a TV, there's the during practice rounds, there's coaches, caddies, club reps. You know, it's just like the, there's with some of the lesser names, there's more people inside the ropes than there are outside of the ropes. Sure. So I understand why they just don't want that. And they, and my stock answer for Augusta is because they can. Yeah. Right. Sure. It's, it's yeah. Augusta. Yeah. I, you know, and, and it's one of those things if, you know, if, if you haven't, even if you don't like golf, mm. I would say if you don't like golf, okay, maybe that's not the right way to say it. But even if you're not just a, you know, over the top golf fan, I mean, the experience at the masters, yeah. is, I mean, it's as they said, I don't know if I can say this, hopefully they don't get sued, but it, but it is an experience like no other. I mean, there's world series, super bowls, yeah. just start naming them. And there is nothing like walking and through those gates and everybody that you see that has any master's gear on that, that works there. I mean, everybody's super nice, overly mm-hmm. nice. Almost to the point it's like going, shit, this is weird. Is there something going on here? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's, and, and then again, just the, uh, the grounds itself is, it, you know, you, you could, I'm happy just, I don't even need players there. I'm happy just to go walk around the golf course. I'm you know, just to look at everything that's happening. It, it's an absolute um, sporting event, basically, and it's done, you know, to the level of, uh, I think, um, Billy Payne, when he became chairman, looked at it as, as this is like Wimbledon for golf, basically. Yeah. You don't have to be a tennis fan. You don't have to be a golf fan. You're going and seeing all that's great and good in a weird way, because it's not normal, but all that's great and good about golf. And you're seeing respect. You're seeing people behaving correctly. Uh, respect for the courts, respect for the for the players, um, and respect from the players back towards Augusta. So it's it's got all those wonderful traditions that make us love the game. Um, and as they remind us as coaches, it is it is an invitational tournament. It's uh, yeah. you know, and they remind the players like you know, it's it, you know, it, this is not like you get in on your ranking. Yes, you do, but you're invited to play. Right. So, yeah. Pr- privileged to be there you know. for sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and what I love too. I mean, I've gotten to know um, the Augusta pros quite a bit, and I, I told people this, and I tell them that I, I've been fortunate to play there a number of times. So, if there's any club in America where they could care less about you showing up during the week, like it's like you're going to go no matter what, and and the guys there are so nice that they, they act like you know it's 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 the you know it's the, they, they take care of you like this is a, just a great experience a privilege to be here and they that's a club that could say 
we don't give a shit if you show up. Like, oh, yeah, like, sure. You know, and there, there's the exact opposite. And uh, so I've got huge respect for them and the, and the, the you know, the drive, chip and putt stuff they've done to raise yep. money. Mm-hmm. It, it's just great. I mean, they, they've taken a negative, I think, from where Augusta came from and completely oh, yeah. put it in a good spot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I'm not getting paid by <laughs> exactly. yeah yeah but it's early they and, and they probably haven't listened to this yet so <laughs> i'm just saying there's always hope <laughs> they're, listening, they're listening now there you go. <laughs> all right man so let's peel this thing back i know you uh you got stuff uh you got stuff to do tonight other than talk to us jokers so yeah yeah, yeah. uh so so um no sexy pairings. I didn't find any sexy pairings. I, you know, I, I look through and I'm going like, okay, the, I don't know what he's going to find here. I don't know what he's going to find here. Uh, so let's, what, what you got? I'm struggling. I mean, I honestly actually went old school and tried to figure out who was going to win it, which is kind of. Oh, we want to talk about that too, for sure. We do want to talk is, about that. Well, you yeah. want to st- start there? Well, the, the, yeah, you can do. And the interesting thing is like um, the U.S. Amateur champion this year is not in the field. That I could tell. Right. Uh, wait a minute. Who's the? I thought the guy isn't the guy that's playing pair with Tiger. No, that's Ogletree. So he won last year. Oh, so last year. Okay. Yeah. Parents for this year are as if this was April of 2020. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. so Woods is playing with Ogletree and uh, Lowry, who was the Open champion. Yeah. So the yeah. he'll play. Ne- he'll play in April. The one from this he'll year. Play in April. So, so the, same the, thing. The, like uh, Daniel Berger's not playing this year. Even right. Though, right. Yeah. Same thing. He'll and, play in April. And, yeah. and Carlos Ortiz won last week. Yeah. Typically, if this was in April, he would have gotten into mm-hmm. uh, Masters this week. So mm-hmm. it's a little. It's a little screwed up. So a lot of the guys that are in the field this year are in. Uh, from April, and so they are not. You know, they're they're. It's, it's always cyclical when mm-hmm. you're playing well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them that are in this year are actually from how they played in '19, which is a, a lifetime ago in professional golf. So right. yeah. Yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how they actually perform when the gun goes off. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, um, Nick Lashley is it or yep um, yep yep, yep. Nate, I, La- Nate Lashley Nate Lashley. Nate. No disrespect to him, he's playing at Augusta, so. He could win it all, all more power to him. But I had to look at what the hell he's done to get in there. <laughs> uh, mortgage last year, last June. Yeah. But that, God bless him, and that's fantastic. But that's not on current form. Like, I haven't heard his name really mm-hmm. since. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'd say, I'd say he's been playing okay. I wouldn't say he's uh, he's you know shooting lights out, but uh, but he's playing decent. Yeah. Yeah, and and so it's like it's very hard to go from like he went from like he was an alternate to get into that field, and yeah. then he won, uh, which is fantastic. I mean, that's why we do what we do. That's why he's playing. But then the expectations go up of performance. Like he hadn't dominated getting into that event, wins, and now he's like, oh shit, I got to play better now. So it's like managing expectations are a little tricky yeah say so, hold, hold on before you go before you jump uh into this so i was reading an article and i think his last name is knox but it, it he's not a pro he's a member at augusta and he's the dude that gets paired yeah. with uh so so the masters and you you see it at other tournaments where if there's an odd number you might see an individual playing by themselves but augusta elects not to let anyone play by themselves you always get paired and is it jeff knox is that what you said yeah so it, and it's but, there's yeah a, but the twitter account of, of jeff knox i think that isn't jeff knox obviously <laughs> okay so but but he's like uh i mean he's played multiple rounds of golf i think they they oh, yeah. said he played with jason day i think phil anyway there was a list of 
Rory. Yeah, played with Rory. I think he beat Fury. He's beat a number of players. Well, yeah. he beat Rory that day. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, wow. but, but they did say he never keeps score, but obviously somebody's counting. Um, uh, somebody's counting. Yeah. So, so think, how does why is he the guy that gets to play? I think he's probably one of the better golfers at Augusta. Okay. So clearly, you. he's uh, he's a member at Augusta. He lives in Augusta, and um, and he's obviously. I mean. Any Augusta member is going to behave themselves, but clearly he's a good enough player to be in that situation. And he's, he knows it's not about him. Like he's, he's out there being the marker and staying out of the way. Pretty gotcha. much, hmm. Well, because when my membership goes through, that, that, when my membership <laughs> goes through, that will be his last, that will be, well, not his last, but I'm definitely getting in on that. <laughs> he's going to be honorary, honorary starter or whatever before you. Yeah. Exactly. I'm only coming in if you let me play as a mark. That's right. That's right. Hey, <laughs> if, if not, I don't just hey, give, just give it to somebody else. I don't even want it. Yeah. Don't worry, they will. They will. <laughs> oh boy! They've heard. So you've been talking about me down there, John? Oh yeah, of course he has. <laughs> He's like, absolutely not. I've never talked about you ever. I want to be invited about, back. Yeah, I talk about exactly what they want to talk about when yeah. I'm down there. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So where we? So did did you come up with any pairings? Nothing of interest, really. Honestly, there were no. Every, so what they've done is they they like put a past champion in with different players. Yeah, I couldn't quite understand. There's, there's obviously the marquee ones. You've got John Ram, Deschambeau, and then Oosthuizen, which was Louis a phenomenal player. I wish I had Louis swing, but you've got like two rocket ships that are kind of right at the pinnacle of what's going on, and then you've got a past champion with that group. I thought they might have put some other star power in there right now to try and like a Scheffler Cantley. I mean, there's a lot of, and again, it's not, this is not meant to be negative. It's just kind of like, Hey, that, that didn't really make sense. And here's, here's the other thing. Look at Rom and, and Bryson. And again, nobody on here is short compared yeah. to, you know, the amateur out there, yeah. but you've got Bryson and Rom that are probably going to be 50, 60 plus uh, yards. Louis, Louis, no, he'll be like Bryson will definitely be 50 yards past Louis, but Louis will be out there with Rom. Louis, he's pretty, he, he looks yeah. like he's playing smoothly, but he's pretty long. Yeah. He's, um, yeah. He's, he's sneaky long. He's kind of like, he's got that kind of, I don't know how he does it. He looks like he's very smooth and cranks on it. So, right. Right. Um, uh, you've got, um, Patrick Reed, Casey, who, you know, don't spoil a pair, as they say. And then Tony Fina is one of the nicest guys in the world. So <laughs> interesting. interesting pairing. Again, cooler. We'll, we'll, see, yeah, we'll see how Kessler handles, uh, handles that. He'll, uh, I'm sure, sure he'll keep them in line. So. <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then um, Spieth, Woodland. Woodland's hurt, apparently. Hopefully not too bad. Hmm. Uh, but he's had some niggling injury. I think he pulled out of the hero. And then Jordan, who knows what's going to happen with him. I hope he plays well. Um, and, and you've got your fellow countrymen on there. Ian Poulter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's, a... that's an interesting one. I, so if, I've been around Poulter a decent amount. He has got one of the other best attitudes I've ever seen for golf. Like, he is fearless. Hmm. Just, yeah. And, and, you know, he, just incredible. Like, he's... Uh, all, all great players are a little bit, um, and anybody great is a little bit devoid of reality, but he's he's tremendous. I mean, his his attitude toward things is pretty damn good. Obviously, he busts his ass, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. He's definitely overachieved with a lot of his, what he's done. Um, but if there's a course that Spieth can do better on, I would imagine it would be Augusta because you don't have to drive it 
if you're a bit crooked, you're not going to get penalized as much off the tee. And if he's still hitting his irons well and putting decently, he could perform pretty well. But Spieth needs a good event, I think. Not from a, I mean, just from like you, you can't keep on grinding with that much expectations on you. Yeah. And, and, and just, and, and just that nothing ever happens. It's like, you know, shit. It's like, nothing ever goes my way right now. You know, it's like, it doesn't matter what, even if it's good, it's not, it's just, it's not that bad. It's still not good for him right now where he's at. So, but I mean, two time master champion, uh, what did he, you know, he had a rough year, rough, rough day last year. I think it was Sunday and number 12. And I think he put two, at least two, maybe three in the water. So, you know, I, I, I don't know if that's, uh, you know, can, can he, sh- he's what's won. that? Just once. Nah, I think he put two, well, okay, maybe. He should have won twice, see, because I, I was at Augusta when, when Danny Willett won, mm. and we left on Sunday with nine holes to go, like, pff, it's over. This oh, is yeah, like, sorry, sorry, yeah, one win, one win. Who's won? Who's going to win this week? Because I left that year on Sunday, we said, there's nothing to see here, Spee's going to close it out, Danny Willett won, so well done, JT. Yeah. <laughs> but Vegas doesn't call me, I don't understand <laughs> uh, so so no sergio this year the covid uh covid struck him so yeah yeah um negative covid test um obviously dustin johnson um that's a good pairing that's it that is a good pairing but it's just a good pairing to watch i would say johnson cantley and mcelroy um rory obviously needs this one to make the grand slam I think we're hoping April rolls around for Rory on this one because I, I don't see him. He hasn't done anything recently that would indicate that he's going to. There, there's just no, there's no pop in anything that he's really doing. I mean, he's making cuts. He's not, I wouldn't say he's playing bad, but there's so many other folks that are just playing really good. Ed, we lose him. Is that me or you? It's, it's him. He'll be, okay. back. He'll be back. Just give him a second. Yeah, I'm looking at these pairings too, and I'm like, I'm I'm with John. I'm like, these these are not. There's no. So I think my favorite ones would be probably be the John Rom, Tishambo, Louis. I like that one. I like the um, the Adam Scott one. I saw it a minute ago. Where's it at? Adam Scott, Colin Morikawa, and Terrell Hatton. That's a yeah, fun. Yeah, that, that that that's gonna be a fun one to watch for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a fun one. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, Danny Willett, like I, I don't know where his game is. It's, uh, it, it's, it is definitely um, uh, Bubba Watson, Matthew Wolf, and Tommy Fleetwood's another. That's another good one. Yeah. All right. So he dropped off. Maybe he'll, hopefully he'll dial back he'll, in. He'll dial back in. He'll dial back in. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I don't know why. I don't know why they didn't stack some of these things a little better. But uh, oh, here's a good one. You missed it. So JT Fitzpatrick and Kepka. That's uh, that's a good that one. one where's that one at? Uh, it's down the 1149 group 25. Hey, bud, we got you back. Uh, yeah. Comcast. Right. That's the problem. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no, we're good. So we were, we were just chatting about some of these other groups. So another group that we like is uh, JT Fitzpatrick and Ke- fellow countrymen and Kepka. That, that's uh that, that's a marquee group right there. I mean, that's, that's another good one. Fitzpatrick ran into a bit of heat when he made comments about uh, uh, DeChambeau doing what he's doing. Um, oh, I didn't. I didn't. What, what did he say? I didn't catch that. Uh, there was something on Twitter where he made some comments about what he's doing is not that kind of, uh, you know, like he's. It, it wasn't assinuating as cheating, but kind of the way he's playing the game is not really kind of the way to play the game, kind of thing. So it. it it's I golf. understand what he. Yeah, I understand what he was trying to say. It just came out completely. It just came wrong. out the wrong way. 
Yeah, and uh, and I was a little disappointed with Rory too after the uh, U.S. and it, I think it was kind of about the the scientific approach. And it, Rory's made some comments before about golf is more art than science, and and um, and obviously Bryson's using the you know the arm lock putter and doing things yeah. like that. And um, Rory made some comments that were kind of like he's he's pushing the envelope on everything kind of thing to get an advantage, and. It, it's competitive, isn't that what you're supposed to do? Yeah, we're playing for a lot of money here. It's not, <laughs> right. I mean, it, it's not a, a hobby. Yeah, it's not, not a it's not a friendly round of golf. No, no, it's not show business. Is it? It's show business, not show friend. Yeah. 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 Um, so McElroy was kind of whining a little bit, but it, to me, as a coach, I was like, okay, if, like I, I, I Como's a friend of mine, but it's like they've looked at everything to try and get better. So if Rory, when he was phenomenal and he still is phenomenal, yeah. if he did the same approach to figure out how do I become a better wedge player? How do I become a, be a better putter? We wouldn't be talking about Bryson right now. Like he, yeah. he obviously worked very, very hard, but he wasn't willing as most players aren't willing to just throw away everything and say, yeah. what do I need to do to get better? Because we're talking about Bryson after he's won the U S open. He could have been a, he could be gone. He could be another Ian Baker Finch that tried to get better and is now uh, holding a microphone. So, um, so it's like I, I've got a lot of admiration for players that are willing to do that. Um, so anyway, so, I don't. You know, Fitzpatrick made some comments that were similar to that. Like he's yeah. he's doing things that are not right. Uh, and, and it's almost like in some of those comments, it's not. I, it, it's not. They're not saying that he's cheating, but it's almost like you're losing the. Uh, you're, you're losing the aspect of the gentleman's game. Correct. And, and it's like, well, hold on just a second. And, and I think this is like, this is so old school, right? And it's like, well, wait a minute. Yeah, 30 years ago, it was a gentleman's game and, and we're playing golf. Now it's athletes and, and we're showing up to a sporting event. And, yeah. and I think that's really where Bryson is today is that he's showing up to a sporting event as an elite athlete. And yeah. then you've got some other folks that are making some comments that are, well, we don't want to lose the, you know, the, the nostalgia of, you know, hey, golf is this you know, little bubble and it's pristine and, uh, you know, you don't wear your hoodie and you know, all that <laughs> stuff. Right. But it, <laughs> but but it's like, hey, I'm I'm like I'm, but I'm an athlete and I'm damn good. And if I can do something better than you can, and I'm working harder for it, yeah. Well, what's to chastise? You know, it's uh, you, you you can take the same route. You may not want to because it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot, but of, yeah. but, but but it's there and you can do it. Yeah, I mean, the, the you know, years ago, like you said, thirty years ago, somebody says they're a good athlete, then we 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 don't know what a good athlete is now. That's right. We, quantify now mentally it's still debatable that's hard to measure in a lot of ways but we can quantify what a player has to do i can tell you what a player needs to produce ball speed wise to get to pga tour it's not it's not a mystery anymore so all these yeah. pieces are not not some kind of mystery to to figure out what to do so um i i think he's taken all that information that's out there and gone what do i need to do to get better and mm -hmm. he's yeah Oh, here's a, here's another good one. Bubba Watson, Matthew Wolf, and Tommy Fleetwood. That's a good. Uh, that, one. That, that, that's a good pairing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Tommy, you know, obviously he's hoping for a bit of rain and wind. That would help him greatly. It's, uh, he grew up in Northwest England, where I grew up, so no need for sunblock there. 
Um, and, <laughs> he's kind of uh, struggling a little too, though. It looks like in, in his game. I mean, it may just be lack of play because he's kind of been over, and you know, he, he hadn't yeah. been over here like playing consistently. I think he's been in, in uh, Europe for for most of the time. He so. was, he, and then he, he yeah, yeah, and then he he won okay. overseas, didn't he? Went overseas, didn't he? Went in Portugal or something like that. Um, I think he so, may yeah. well have done. I know he's played pretty solid, but he hasn't. Um, he has. It doesn't look like he's been putting quite as well. He hasn't looked like the same player recently. He he was close to the lead in Scotland. And then um, got beaten on the final day or lost in the playoff, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he just doesn't seem like he's, like, for a while there, the players get on a run and he was on a good run and in a mm-hmm. good place. He's, he's not quite where he was, but I don't know specifically what's changed. I, I'm, he's a great ball striker. So Augusta's a, you know, a ball striker's golf course. You've got to have control of your golf ball to do well there. Yeah. Um, yeah. He'd be one to look at if he can putt well. I mean, that's, that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so run us through. Uh, you want to run through your top five? Who who you, who you liking for a top five? Top five finish this week? Yeah, I I, I love Ram. I spent time around him. Um, Dave, my friend, is a coach of his. I know they do a lot of good work. I know he's been working a lot on his short game, and he's not afraid. Uh, that that's a that's a, a key part of it. Um, and you need short game around there. Um, Shoffley, is he going to step up? I mean, he's certainly doing all the things that that he needs to do. And, it, it, it's a matter of time. I don't know when it's going to be, but that dude is. I mean, he's playing so that like that. There, there is so much consistency that's just exuding out of that dude. I yeah. mean, it's 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 he's unbelievable. Really he's really really good. Um, Wolf, Matt Wolf. I don't know. I don't know. This is a course I think he could do well on. The issue with Wolf is he's putted better recently. He wasn't putting better. He wasn't. So I, uh, uh, you know, in full disclaimer, I'm not a fan of what he's doing with his swing. I think a lot of the stuff he's overstated with it. And I was looking, so I was, I was kind of looking for him to not do well for a long time. And I kept looking at his stats and he was hitting it phenomenal. And he was, he was not putting it very well. Whereas the U S open, he putted it better. So if he puts it the way he has been doing and he hits it the way he is, he could be a contender, obviously. Um, so is, is it, is it, is the putter going to win Augusta this year in 2020? Well, generally speaking, uh, what happens is the best ball strikers are always right there. And then the one that puts the best is, is the winner. Mm-hmm. So yes, the putter is going to win, but it's the putter that put, that hits it the best. Is yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, the, the, the idea of drive for show, putt for dough is complete fantasy land. Um, you got to do both very well. And the ones that are hitting it great, and have a good week on the greens. They win, basically. And 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 you know, on twelve at Augusta, the wind doesn't spin this way. <laughs> it's swirling. It's swirling. <laughs> okay. No, no suit for you. Um, uh, Justin Thomas, obviously, another great one. Has all the tools. Hits it far. Hits it high. And is streaky with his putting. So if he's on, then then yes. I mean, and and again, he doesn't know. And one of the the, the advantages of being Maybe he's five foot eight. He doesn't know he's five foot eight. He is like an absolute bulldog. <laughs> I don't. I don't either, John. I don't either. Yeah, good. <laughs> That's an important thing. So, um, and the, the stealthy one, uh, Cantley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very, yeah. Very he, he's actually coming back. So he won what a month or two ago, so, and so. then he, he yeah, yeah. It, and he kind of had a little slump. But then he's turned it back on. What whatever he whatever he did, uh, he he got it back together. Who knows? Maybe eating latte instead of cappuccinos at Starbucks. Who knows what the actual secret is? But uh, but he's a phenomenal player, great ball striker, um, and and seems like he's got a very good demeanor that would that would survive in that 
So, John, this week, are we going to see Dustin, DJ, or Dusty on the course? <laughs> uh, he played pretty good last week. Uh, yeah, second. I think he's staying in a, in a ranch-style house this week. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have anything below sea level in, in, in yeah. Augusta? Bubble <laughs> wrap everywhere. No basements. No, no. Quality's over there making sure that there's, there's ramps. There's ADA ramps on the... On that's the right, that's right. So, so let me drop this one on you. So you got DJ Brooks Xander, uh, mm-hmm. both T2 2019 mm-hmm. behind Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2018, Patrick Reed, Ricky Fowler was mm-hmm. uh, was runner-up. Yeah. 2017, Sergio Garcia was the winner. Justin Rose was runner-up. Mm-hmm. 2016, I'll stop there. Well, actually, I'm going to go one more. 2016, Danny Willett, Jordan Spieth, Lee Westwood runner-up. 2015, Jordan Spieth winner. Bill Mickelson and Justin Rose runner up. So yeah. we've got a lot of Justin Rose in the past five years. We've got mm-hmm. a lot of uh, Jordan Spieth in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee Westwood, we haven't seen a lot of him in uh, in the States as of COVID, yeah. Yeah. but he does play Augusta well. And, he's, and he won recently, he won this year. Yes, he did, yeah. yeah. Is that uh, the, your, your countryman gonna gonna put one yeah, in the bag? Yeah, I'd love it. I mean, he he should have won there a couple of times. There was a, there was I forget what year it was, but he he played absolute phenomenal and couldn't buy a putt. Um, so it was back- 2010 when he lost to Phil Mickelson. Yeah, there was another year after that too where he was right there, and, and that was 16 when Danny Willett won. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so, <laughs> I, I don't who in the hell knows, but but I'd be really surprised if he got it over the hill at this point but he he is serious i mean he's he's working out hard he's um you know he's 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 not just kind of doing a ceremonial lap i mean he's out there to to win and he's certainly a good enough ball striker beyond a good enough ball striker to win and if any weather comes in tomorrow morning you got some wind blowing around uh that's perfect for the europeans because they're you know they're used to trying to flight it down a bit and they're not scared by that kind of stuff so um so yeah, I, I think he could be a good one and, a, and one that I'd love to see win. Uh, it, it would be awesome given the year we've had. Um, and look, this is a golf tournament. So in, in the whole scheme of things, but we need sporting events to try and get everybody kind of like something to look forward to, don't we? So say it, say, I know where you're going. Tell yeah, me, Tell, talk to me. Although if we had, a, it won't be Tiger, but it'd be wonderful <laughs> if we had a, a, another great story that would make everybody go, you know what? The world's been shit this year, but this is really, really good. And, uh, you know, whether that's a, a former champion having one more lap, whether that's a player that's never won a major that finally wins a major, I don't know, but that would be pretty cool. But we've seen enough uh, of the young kids doing better than they're supposed to. So I'm all for somebody over, over, overproducing, basically. So, so are you, uh, and, and uh, so for if you're watching or listening, so he, he'll never give us a damn answer who's going to win. And that's, uh, so that's, so, so, so the expectation is set. I don't know, maybe he changes it. It is Masters Week in November, which is odd to say. But so, so I guess the first question is, is it, are we going to have a first time winner or are we going to have a repeat? I like the chance of a first time winner. Hmm, interesting. I, I, I wouldn't disagree. I actually picked a first-time winner. I I went with DJ. Um, yeah. I think that guy's playing too good, and I I think that it is. Uh, I think it was in the cards when what two years ago he uh, you know he bailed or was that last year? Yeah, no, it was two years ago. I think when ago. he was he was uh, the number one player in the world. Won the week before, phenomenal, and slipped down the stairs. 
<laughs> I don't have anything in my eye. I'm just, I'm just saying. But I mean, yeah, okay, right. So, but but I think that that dude is hitting a stride. I mean, that shit that he did at East Lake was just like, oh. yeah. And and East Lake. I mean, if you look at it, it's not Augusta. And I've I've played East Lake several times. I've never played Augusta, but I've been to Augusta. And if I'm looking at the two. There, there's a little feel there that's very similar. The way the greens are, yes, but the runoffs at Augusta are different, but the way the greens are elevated, yes. Yeah. Um, and look, from my perspective, like like you've said 9,000 times, I'm a coach. I was really impressed on, I think it was, so it finished on Monday, didn't it, at the, the Tour Champ? Yeah, it did, yeah. So yep. Sunday night, Claude Harmon is out there with a DJ on the range, like Chris Como was on Saturday night. So like the idea that these guys just show up and tee it up and they're phenomenal, it's fantasy land. They're busting their ass. They're the best players in the world out there, and they're still grinding. So from my perspective, that's an awesome scenario because they're, yeah. they're doing what we say they should do, and they're getting rewarded for it, which doesn't happen. For, you know, there's only one winner. There's how many, how many players this week. And some players have a great career and never win. So it's like, you know, right. it's, uh, so anybody that's willing to go that extra mile and actually get it done uh, is, you know, love it. Great. Mm, so I don't. I didn't hear DJ out of that answer. I, I heard lots of positives about DJ, but I didn't hear DJ as a pick. You, you going to make a pick this week? Um, no. Um, yeah, exactly. Hey, I told you. I told you we're getting nothing out of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. There's a lot of there's a lot of competition and, and listen, here. And he did not want to put his thumbs up right there. No, I'm the best in my price range. Is all right. <laughs> um, so a, a, a crazy pick, I would say, Cameron Champ. And and one I'd like to think that he could win, and it'd be great seeing win with John Rahm. Okay. Yeah. Well, what about mine? I got one. We haven't talked about him yet today. It is the X Man Xander? Yeah, yeah. mentioned Xander earlier. I, mean, I, I think Xander's a good. I think Xander's a very good bet. Um, yeah. See, he, he's bet. he's long enough. Um, and again, he's one of those kids that is. I wish I knew what he was. He's not scared, and he's won. And. Um, doesn't yeah, he, he's afraid his dad's going to whip his ass if he gets home and he doesn't give it everything. He's a good motivator. He's a good motivator. It works for a while, for sure. Uh, but yeah, he he he'd be one that I would pick as well. Uh, he's a very very good ball. They're all good ball strikers, but he's a superlative ball striker, good putter, not scared. So I put right. him in the same. I put him in the Cantley category. So I, we got some matchups here, John, and you're just going to tell us which way you're leaning. You don't have to say this guy is going to. We're going to. We're going to see how you think. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll all go here and see. Yeah, um, good my poker face. Yeah, good your poker face here. All right. So the first one is Bryson versus Rory, and Bryson is uh, is favored at minus one twenty five, and Rory's plus one hundred. Who do you think? Who right. do you think? Do you think Bryson goes there? Uh, the second yeah, one. Bryson. So you both got Bryson. All right, Bryson. And mm. the second one is... Well, who are you picking? I got Bryson as well. I got Bryson as well. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Finau versus Matsuyama. Finau. Finau. It's a killer. It's a killer. I mean, Matsuyama lit it up last week. But Tony does play really well at Augusta, even with a twisted ankle. Yeah. I'm going to go Finau, too. All right. They were Anybody actually even. Look at ankle and put it back in by himself. I know. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, how sick was that? <laughs> Yeah, who, who are you taking, Dan? I got Finau as well. So the uh, the broken ankle thing is kind of like in Lethal Weapon when he puts the shoulder back in. And yeah. Cal, I'm noticing pop it, that pop. that plastic behind you looks like like Lethal Weapon Part Two, or like you got somebody standing on that plastic behind you. Uh, that's where no, I keep the bodies. Cal. Yeah, Cal's got it behind him. That's where I keep the bodies. <laughs> yeah, you, you haven't noticed that like all my liquor is gone. Wow. So I had to cover up the. Uh, we we got to get fingerprints. Figure out who stole it. Wow. 
All right, here's a fun one. Fitzpatrick or uh, Kokrak? Fitzpatrick is favored. Uh, I'd take Kokrak if he puts like he did at the hit. I guess you could just pick whoever John's picking for me because I'm going Kokrak also. I mean, he's he's long. Fitzpatrick's not sure, but Kokrak's longer, and he just won. And uh, if he he's playing good, oh, he's playing good. Yeah, he's under achieved for a long, long time. Like he's uh, he's very good. No, but is this his first trip to Augusta? I, I don't I don't know. So he I'm, may have I'm not... got in on no, because I think he's been to the Tour Championship before. Uh, so if you get in the Tour Championship, you get there. Um, he's never won before. And so he, he got there this year on on ranking, not on winning, because he just won just recently. Right, right, yeah. yeah. It was probably top thirty last year or something like that. Hmm. All right. Uh, so Vegas is against you here, John, because you you like John Rom, and he's plus yeah. one hundred versus Dustin at minus one twenty five. I'll still take Rom on that one. Rom. I'm taking I'm taking DJ. Uh, but by the way, Jason Kokrak, 35, earned his first Masters tournament invite by virtue of his qualifying for the 2019 Tour You're Championship. Hmm. All right, a couple more, John. I, I was just proving the point that you were right, John. <laughs> we set this up earlier. Thank you. Kucher versus Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler's favorite. Yeah. Good lord! I mean, that's an easy one. I know Cooch, so I can't say Cooch. I can't go against Cooch, but I'm going to. Oh, Fowler. You're taking Fowler? Yeah. Oh, I'm taking Coocher. I took Coocher. Interesting. Uh, Tiger versus Phil. Tiger's uh, favorite. Hmm? Tiger. 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 I, to, I want Tiger, too. <laughs> I got to take Tiger. All right. Uh, however, however, this could be... Uh, we may see neither of those guys on the weekend. And uh, strong possibility. <laughs> and, and yeah, and it's not negative. It's not, that's not a, we're, we're not planting any seeds, but I, I mean, th- there are, especially that they've moved this to 50 and ties. Yeah. Uh, th- there is a really strong possibility. And it just, I mean, it goes to show that's how damn good these guys, that yeah. the field is. I mean, this thing is absolutely loaded. Well, the, I think the thing that's changed too is years ago there was huge respect for those guys and deference to them and all the rest of it. There's still huge respect. But no, no, but people people want to beat them. They want to beat them now. That 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 whole aura of, of Tiger, you know, they want to beat them and they know they're like, I, I tip my cap. I'm glad we're playing for what we're playing each week, and I'm going to kick your ass. Kind of <laughs> and yeah, no, no, nobody's scared from the sense of like, oh my God, I'm paired with Tiger Woods. They're like, hey, great, I'm going to actually beat Tiger Woods, and I'm paired with him. Well, I think we talked about this during the PGA, I think it was, but the fact there's no fans there makes a huge difference. Like yeah. when, when you're paired with Tiger, um, I've had several players I've coached that paired with Tiger. One of them played with him when he won the players the last time. The, the What people don't take into account is when Tiger is putted out, he is nice enough to stay on the green. Oh, when, yeah. The fans do not care. Like if you've got a four-footer and he's already put it out, they're oh, on. It's like a stampede. Yeah. Um, he's nice enough to stay in the green. Like if he didn't like you and he left the green, you, you'd have to wait for everybody to clear out because yeah. it's, uh, it, the, the, the noise that's associated being around him, um, you can literally tell on the course where he is, where Phil is, and where John Kelly <laughs> is typically. Yeah. Hey, are you surprised that they didn't? I don't know, Dan, do you have any more? Is I got that, a couple you, more, but go ahead. Keep going. Oh, yeah. no, well, so are you surprised? So the Houston and John, if you got to go, you can. No, uh, no, I'm good, so, I'm good, yeah. good. so the Houston Open last yeah, week, they allowed like. Uh, 
<laughs> nah, yeah, you're good, man. Uh, yeah. As long as she's happy with listening to us, and, you know. So he listens to me every day. It's miserable. For <laughs> it used to it used to be great for us. She's like, I love the way you speak. Now it's like, oh, it's like, oh, shit, he's talking again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Houston, they allowed whatever it was, like five thousand fans a day or whatever, you know, spectators. And and I actually thought I, I did, really did think that they might have tried something with the patrons at Augusta. Mm-hmm. Are you surprised? that they didn't do something or are you like nah there's no way it was going to happen i think there's no upside for them so could they have done yeah. it they could, have, could have done it they could have controlled it but but just you know if something went wrong it's all da- it's all downside there's no there's no there's no upside yeah. Augusta, you know whatever i mean there's just no there's no upside for them. yeah yeah um, so i i I'm, I'm just really happy they're playing the tournament and um uh and, and if anybody's got a target on their back they do so they have to be extra careful. I'm sure. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. No, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's going to be all the members have to be there, so there's going to be people milling around. Mm. Uh, but they won't be acting like they're, they're not going to hang out there and act like they're watching. They like like they're they're standing working and being very respectful. But they're right. Watching, of course. Yeah. Hmm. Sure. Interesting. All right. Uh, Reed versus Hatton and uh, Reed. Hatton. Hat 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 it's a hat on. Okay. Hmm. Well, your hat on right now. I'm hat off. There you go. Okay. Oh, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm going to read hat for sure. On. I'm going to read. Yeah. Table for one, please. There you go. He's going hat on. No, I'm going to read. No, I asked John. Where's John? Who's got? Oh yeah. He's going hat on. Yeah. Hat on. Yeah. Adam Scott versus Louis O. Good one. That's a tough one. Uh, that is a really good one. Um, it's like, how's Adam Scott going to putt this week? Because if, if Adam Scott was actually a, just just give me like a smidge better putter, he's got a hell of a lot more victories under his belt. Oh, my God. Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> right. And they're both great ball strike because I could go either way with that. Probably, and they're both champions. They're both champions. Yeah. They're both. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going with my man crush. Adam, I love you. Okay. You, you complete me. John. TMI. John's got Adam, too? To, not yeah. because I love him like Cal does. But. <laughs> All right, last one. Uh, oh, Webb, who'd you pick? I, I got Louie on that one. Um, Webb versus Cantlay. That's Shrek, the last one. The best nickname on tour, I think. What's that? Louie Shrek. 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 <laughs> That's his nickname. Not too, too fronty. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hold on. Did they actually call him that to his face? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, when he won the Open. <laughs> Uh, they, they said your name Shrek. Why is it? And he goes. He looks. He goes. Really? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, really? <laughs> oh, that's too good. That's too nice. good. Uh, uh, hold on. Who, who'd you say was last? Last, last one here. It's uh, Webb Simpson versus Cantlay. Uh, oh, that's another good one. It's another good one. I'd go Cantlay because he hits it further. Okay. But Webb, I've known Webb uh, since he's about seven years old. Mm. Good kid. Gave him a lesson once. Didn't screw him up. <laughs> nice. We were seven at the time, so I got no. no well, I'm I'm going Webb just just for that damn story. I'm picking Webb. Perfect. 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 I'm going I went can't lie. That was fun. All right, we'll so we'll t- we'll tell you how you did on Monday, John. None of us took Marikawa. No, I didn't take Morikawa. I didn't play yeah. him this week. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I, I and and I don't know that he's a bad pick. Um, I, I just but there's so much stuff out there. Like I like Scotty Scheffler. A lot this week. I mean, I'm thinking Scotty Scheffler's a top five, man. Gunslinger. That's, uh, 
Yeah. And it, so for, again, first time there, I like Coke rack there. First time there. I mean, like that's, I think it is, I think we're definitely. Who else is first time? You've done all the studying. Well, now you're really challenging <laughs> oh, me. I see what you've done here, John. I see what you, I see what's happening. Uh, well, hold on. Let's see. Uh, Cameron, let me... Cameron Champ is a first timer, I think. Cameron. Oh, boy, sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Lucas Glover? I feel like he should have been there. Yeah, he's been there a couple times. Yeah, U.S. Open winner. He gets a five-year. Yeah. Corey Connors. I don't think the the Canadian. No, uh, uh, yeah. no, 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 no. He played well. Okay, so this is a little different though. So Corey Connors played in 2015, but he was the amateur. So he had, this is his first professional uh, run there. Got it. CT Pan. And the thing that, like people, the thing once you're invited to Augusta. You can go and play practice rounds before the tournament. Nice. So a lot of these first timers, even though they're first timers, um, they've had a chance to practice. Now the only downside for now is the course didn't open until mid-October, I think. So yeah. normally you get an invite in whenever the fall. If the course is already open. You go all the way to April to play. They haven't had a chance to do that this time. Hmm. That's a good point. No. And it- and is that a um, is that I mean it's it's a little bit of a dumb question, but but not dumb in a sense. It's, it's so does that change the fact that I could or couldn't win the tournament? Because I mean I'm still playing. Like I mean, so we we talked about Tiger, we talked about Phil, and it's like they actually may not make the cut this weekend, right? Yeah. I mean, just with everybody there and the way that the cut lines being adjusted. Mm-hmm. So so if I if I haven't had the chance to play it like I've like I've needed or wanted to, mm-hmm. does that mean that maybe I'm Scotty Scheffler and I haven't, you know, I, I haven't had all the, all the, the, the rounds that I want there. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that I'm, am I out of it? No, I don't think so. I think that that, that can again, go a couple of ways. If, if you haven't had a lot of experience there, you haven't seen the bad shots. You've probably only seen the good shots and you're playing well mm-hmm. Some of the stuff that, um, like when, whenever, um, you have a rookie caddy anywhere. Like I'm not talking about professional caddy, but it's like a caddy. They're telling you where you shouldn't hit it. Yeah. Good caddies and good coaches are telling you where to hit it. So, oh, yeah. you know, in, in a situation like that, those players haven't seen the bad results from shots. So they may just be like completely just go for it. Just hit the shot. It's 205 yards to the pin. Don't tell me where not to miss it. Tell me where to hit it. And we go play it. So um, it, it could work like that. And the only time that gets derailed was, you know, you hit it out of position and now you just run at the score because you don't know what the hell you're doing from that position. Mm. Perfect. Um, a bit mm. like a, not because, not, Spieth is not in his category, but like nobody would have believed when he lost to Danny Willie, he was going to make a seven on 12. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just started going bad and it kept going bad. It was just like, what the hell is this? Yeah, exactly. I, I really hope he gets that. I, I hope this is his, like, uh, his his swan song and, and he just, and, and I'm not even saying a win. I'm mm-hmm. saying give me like a top 20. Yeah. Uh, and, and get that guy back on. The, I think he is so good for the game of he's golf. For and golf I, yeah. I think he's a good dude. I'd like to watch him play. I, I mean, I enjoy seeing him and hear him. It, it's, yeah, I, I really hope he has uh, has something uh, yeah, magical. Yeah, he's a great dude. He takes it on the chin. Um, we always thought he was baby Jesus because we couldn't figure <laughs> out how we're scoring like he was, honestly. Um, so he's exceeded what everybody that looks at this stuff thought he could do. And now he's kind of playing about where we thought he would do, but he, he's won three majors and God knows how many tournaments. So yeah. astounding, really. Uh, uh, Colin Morikawa. 
We Sorry, used... I'm doing some research while you're talking. I think oh, it's his first time, first first time there. Okay, yeah. 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 That doesn't surprise me because he's only like a couple of years out of college. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's a lot younger than us. Matt Wolf, I think. Yeah. First time. Yeah. Uh, we he was in the NCAA's uh, last in 19. He won the NCAA, so he wouldn't have been at a mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you know who we didn't talk about that I want to touch on is, um, and actually put him in my, we do, you know, we do a DraftKings show and I, I was uh, on Mondays for these things. Um, I actually put, I think I have Jason Day. If I don't have him in my primary, I've got him in a secondary. And Jason's been playing good the past few weeks. I mean, as long as he doesn't get like whatever, uh, what, what do you call when you're, you're sick? I, as long as his hypochondria doesn't act up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think Jason Day's got a good chance. Yeah, he's... Um... Uh, he, he's not, he's a long, he's plenty long enough. Doesn't drive it straight. Really. He's, he actually had the, if you look and listen to all this Scott Fawcett decade stuff, he had the widest, um, spread, uh, left to right on tee shots. Really? It came to number one in the world. He was 75 yards from left to right misses. Wow. Um, and he's still driving it crooked. So if you can do that anywhere, this is a course you can kind of do it on. You just hope he's not crooked at the wrong time. <laughs> Ooh, here, here's a name for you uh sunjay m yeah first first show at the masters yeah and uh you know when we were uh doesn't have a half lives in a hotel <laughs> exactly but 20 2019 um tour championship i mean that dude i think he won rookie of the year in 2019 and couldn't have been like that dude is like well he, here's here's what hideki matsuyama wants to be right and yeah. and, and well, i guess that it's uh, japan and south korea but ne- yeah. nevertheless um, them, probably don't worry about that yeah yeah but but he definitely <laughs> exactly they get along yeah. well soon either no but that's okay but they but he like where's sunjay gone man i mean he's really folded yeah a little bit um he was actually in Atlanta. Apparently, he's one of my friends and clients. Was out practicing at Sugarloaf, and he was on the he was over at Sugarloaf last week practicing oh, all the wow. week before he went to Houston. So, um, another one, Ben Ann, is a good one that uh, oh, yeah. I, uh, I would look at as uh, mm-hmm. uh, playing pretty good. It's interesting though. You look at all these. Like the Masters is probably no disrespect. It's the weakest field usually uh, because you have a, a long span of when you could have won. Like this year, it's even longer. You could have won 15, 16 months ago. Yeah. And 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 you could, you know, not sustain that, but you're in the field. So there's probably 25 guys that have got in with a chance of winning it. Hmm. So you've got all the former winners in there. Like Jose Maria Losmobol is still playing this year. <laughs> Sandy Lyle showing up, man. Sandy's like, if my ass can get to Augusta, I'm playing, I'm, buddy. I'm, why wouldn't you? Right. Exactly. It's like it's like yeah, damn it, Tiger serving sushi again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. So it, it's you know, I'm I'm glad they're playing it. I'm on a plane tomorrow to Seattle. I hope that uh, the uh, the plane has a satellite on it. Oh, you better have internet. Yeah, so you can because uh, we've got seven a.m. tea times, which that's pro- I would imagine those are going to be delayed. I would imagine. Um, I looked at the forecast. It looks like it's going to rain overnight. So we could actually have a Monday finish on this thing. So if you haven't already taken off work, you may uh, you may want to. Um... Yeah, nobody actually goes to work anymore, do they? They're all working. Oh, true. Hey, thanks for <laughs> reminding me. I don't have to use that vacation day. 
Oh. Now we got the, um, we got the Monday afternoon parlay on the Masters now. Like, oh, you know, a case of the Mondays. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Well, I, Tattersall. I, I better shut it down because I'm, I'm getting... Uh, You're getting the stink eye over there? No, no, I never get the stink eye from Lindsay, but I'm getting the... The sides are getting heavier, so I better... Okay, no problem. Better, oh, yeah, 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 no, no worries, bud. So... Just refilled, this is how great she is, just refilled my drink. Oh, wow. Oh, look at you. Look at you. Uh, well, so, John Tattersall, it, uh, once again, has been a pleasure. Uh, I know there's uh, probably outlets that are... Uh, dinging your phone and email off the hook all the time. All the time. Um, but thank you so much for spending uh, a few drams with us. We really appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, it's, uh, it's 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 a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know if we'll have another one. Uh, I think we may get fired back up, and we'll still have some. But I'm thinking, uh, yeah. you know, we'll find a reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Good point. Yeah, yeah. good point. Uh, so, and where can our listeners find you if uh, they uh, want to work out or get some uh, coaching? Yeah, Tattersall Golf. Okay, perfect. Tattersall Golf. And look on golf.com. There's stuff on there and uh, Instagram, Tattersall Golf. So I try and keep it educational and fun, but who perfect. knows? I like it. Yeah, good. All right. So, <laughs> so it's good. John, <laughs> th- thanks so much, buddy. Appreciate Thank it. you both. All right, thanks. Yeah. Okay. Have a good week, man. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye.